morning. Good morning, Jenny. Good morning, Jenny. How are you today? I am just lovely, spending time with my loved ones that live in my house, like my dog. So that's fun. (laughs) That's the way it's got to be right now. (laughs) Yeah, that's okay. I have always been kind of a pick-away homebody in general, so this is really nice. It gives us a chance to keep it local. Good, good. And that's, and you know what, that's actually kind of what, that's what we want to talk about this week. You know, we, we, last week it was fun. We went to the, you know, the glamorous world of movies and music, but, you know, want to bring it on back home and kind of look at, you know, what you can do here in Pickaway County and also what you can do at home, because it is still very important to hang out at home. Yes, definitely. Until we hear from our leaders, we need to stay home and just listen to what the experts are saying. Exactly. Because I, I don't know what this means, you know. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm not a doctor. Don't ask me. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to trust the people with the, uh, with the degrees. And yeah, the- they have degrees. Maybe I'll use my English degree another way to help Ohio someday. I don't know. Well, hey, we're, <laughs> we're going to talk about a couple things you can use your English degree for here yes. in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what have you been doing to pass the time recently? Well, um, I have been catching up on The Real Housewives on Bravo, which is fun. Um, They have hashtag stay at home with Bravo. And the housewives help me. You know, it's just nice to see people outliving life. And it's kind of. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's a little different. Yeah. So (laughs) and then I've not picked up a new book yet. I need to do that. So maybe maybe you'll have some recommendations for me later. We can discuss that. Yes, books are coming. We're going to be talking about some books today, too. I actually picked up a book recently that had been sitting on my Kindle. Um, I'm one of those people who just downloads um, tons and tons of books (laughs) and (laughs) never actually reads them. Um, But I did pick up um, a book. The Well, I rather I started reading a book the other day that I had picked up years ago. It has been sitting on my Kindle for probably two three years, um, called Magic Eater. Um, and it's, you know, it seems so far like it's, you know, kind of a magical realism, um, fantasy type book. And, and, but I don't remember why I bought it. I don't remember what it's about. So. Well, that's exciting. It's a mystery. It is exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And we will discuss some more mysteries of Pickaway during this show today. We'll be right back. Jenny and Jenny in the morning, Roundtown Radio. And we're back on Jenny and Jenny in the morning um, talking about awesome stuff to do here in Pickaway and at home and looking at some local businesses, of course, because we do love doing that. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes. That's one of our favorite things. What's what's a business that you want to highlight this week, Jenny? Well, I have been seeing a lot of action from Rhodes Garden Center, which is um, in Circleville. And they have their annual potting breakfast, which is always a big event for them. So you can like learn to make like a porch pot or whatever type of potted plant you'd like. But this year they obviously can't do events like they traditionally did. So they are doing it on Facebook Live tomorrow, Saturday. So you can check out their Facebook page and they will give you some tips on helping your yard look a little better, which I need. I need that. Yes. I, uh, I, I don't, I don't have a yard, unfortunately. There were um, times I wish I did not. <laughs> it's a see, lot of that's work. that's funny. 
that that's a grass that's funny enough that's a grass is always greener kind of thing because I, yeah. I you know wish that I do have a yard and <laughs> well our grass is not very green that's on our list <laughs> oh, yeah. social yes. distancing while taking care of the grass <laughs> yes um but again with Rhodes Farm Market or Garden Center um they have online sales they have curbside service you can order ahead and then go pick it up or you can um go in the store and they have um social distance parameters ready for you. You just take a shopping cart and that way they know there aren't too many people in the store, one person per cart. That way everyone's safe. Awesome. And that's so cool. You can, you, you can get started on your gardening and get started on your yard work and not, you know, and it, you know, that gives you a kind of a sense of, of normalcy. It's like, okay, working on the spring stuff. It's, it's okay. It's going to be all right. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a lot of people on Facebook posting like, oh, here's my garden because I have time. So that's kind of a blessing. That is, exactly. Um, one that I just wanted to talk about, Manchester Hill. We've mentioned Manchester Hill before out in Tarleton, um, and it's the, the winery out there. And um, they just delivered to me yesterday, which I thought was so cool. Um, I, that is I, so nice. Yes, I placed an order, and then it just a couple hours later, and it, she's at my door. <laughs> it, was like, <laughs> it was, you know, it was super cool. And um, and then I know you have been going to Scioto Valley quite a lot. Oh yes, you've been seeing my Facebook page then. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So pretty much any time I do have to stop in at the office office periodically to do some stuff you can't do at home. And every time I will stop at Scioto Valley, either on the way there, or on the way back, or both. And it seems like they're doing they're doing well. I've seen people there. And then I've noticed that Scioto Valley has also been collecting money. If you want to send coffee to our first responders, our hospital workers or other essential workers. So you can do that, too. Oh, my gosh. What a what a great cause. I love that. Yeah, that is great. But yeah, Jennifer, if you haven't met the, the newer owner, she's not new anymore. She's been there since January, I do believe. Um, very nice young lady, um, the former owner, Julie's daughter. So, you know, the place is in good hands and I feel like it's going in a great direction for, for what's happening in this climate. Oh, that's awesome. Well, there you go. Three businesses to support, um, during this trying time that are, that are really making the effort. Um, we'll be back in just a few minutes, Jenny and Jenny in the morning on Roundtown Radio. We are back, Jenny and Jenny in the morning. So a few weeks ago, we had Michelle Callahan from the library on as a guest, and she mentioned some of the fun stuff the library is doing. So on Mondays, they have a story time video that they post on their Facebook page. And then on Thursdays, they are doing family challenges. Jenny, tell me about the family challenge this week. So I, I was really intrigued by this one, and I had to try it myself. Miss Marilyn from over at the library, who was one of my teachers, she was my Vikes instructor over at Taze Valley, <laughs> posted a video um, about making a little mini catapult. Now, I have quite a history with, and I shouldn't say I have a history with catapults. I have a history with trebuchets. <laughs> <laughs> I had to make a large, fully functional trebuchet, which is a weighted catapult, for a grade when I was a senior in high school. Will save me the embarrassment. We'll keep it short. It didn't work in <laughs> any way. So I thought, I'm going to redeem myself today <laughs> by making this little mini catapult. Guys, head on over to the Pickway County Library's Facebook page. The video is there. It, essentially, all you need is a plastic spoon, a 
like a like either um, from toilet paper or paper towel, like the inside cardboard tube, and something to launch. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> what what is something you can launch with a spoon? So you can launch little plastic Easter eggs, but what I did and um, <laughs> also what Marilyn um, suggested <laughs> was launching Easter candy at people. And that would probably just be your poor Tony. <laughs> it was. It was Tony. <laughs> did you at least let him eat it or did you <laughs> did you take it back? <laughs> I, I took it back, gosh darn it. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. And I'm sure that there are ways, you know, if, if you're looking for something to do with the kids, I'm sure there are a lot of ways you can, you know, enhance and improve upon your catapults. And, and so it was it was fun. And I, I guess I just want to say I highly encourage folks to look those challenges up every week because, you know, it's just something fun to do. And it, you know, it it gives you something to focus on for a little bit when maybe you need something to focus on for a little bit. Yes. And I was doing some research on catapults. Um, the last large scale military use was during World War One during trench warfare. Oh, I bet they did. They throw things into the trenches. Yeah. So they would like oh. use it for hand grenades. Oh dear. History lesson for everyone. Um also yeah. th- this has to do with Circleville, um pumpkin chunking. Oh so you would launch a pumpkin. Yes, yes that is a sport. Like that that is um I- I've seen whole pumpkin chunking uh competitions before. <laughs> is there a group for the ethical rights of pumpkins because that that bothers I, that is a little bothersome <laughs> there, there, I, I, I'm a pumpkin purist I don't even make jack-o'-lanterns I don't want to harm the pumpkin so so you're not a pumpkin pureist then <laughs> no I'm not <laughs> it's like Linus in the beginning of the great pumpkin where Lucy starts to carve its face and he goes oh yes tell me you were gonna kill it Yes, maybe that's where I got this idea. It's from Linus. Also, shout out to my friend Candy, manager at Uniquely Yours. She has a great pumpkin Charlie Brown tattoo on her arm. Oh, that's awesome. Which she got in Circleville at the tattoo parlor there on Main Street. Awesome. And that's a place, Circleville, if you're going to get a pumpkin tattoo, I think Circleville's the place to get it. That is the best place to get it, exactly. (laughs) That is awesome. So, guys, if you go out there and make some catapults, let us know. Post them on Facebook, Roundtown Radio, and, of course, post them to the library as well. Let them know what you're doing. We'll be back on Jenny and Jenny in the morning right after this. We are back, Jenny and Jenny in the morning. We are discussing books, children's books. What's your favorite children's book, Jenny? Golly gee, there are so many. I, I really kind of had to, I had to rack my brain for this. And the, But the, the one that I decided on as my absolute favorite is The Tooth Nasher Super Flash by Daniel Pinkwater. And it is, um, it's, so it's a book about just a family called the Pop Snorkels who uh, are buying a new car. And what they really want is the amazing new car, the Tooth Nash or Super Flash. Um, and it's just this, it's a book about a car that does all kinds of crazy stuff. And even though, you know, it can fly and it can go underwater and it can do all this awesome stuff. My favorite part is that the mom, Mrs. Pop Snorkel, just keeps saying, Oh, and it's just such a lovely color. (laughs) (laughs) And it's, it's just, it's a really cute book. It was one of my, it was definitely one of my mom's favorites because she read it to me constantly. Mm -hmm. It's goofy. It, you know, it's, it's a, it's typical kids book stuff. That's kind of my favorite thing about kids books is how kind of whimsical and, you know, logical logic is just kind of thrown out the window a little bit. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. So it's fun. What's your favorite kids book, Jenny? Well, um, one of them is, um, I think it's kind of cliche because it seems like it's a lot of people's favorites. The Monster at the End of This Book, starring Furry Old Grover. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> written by John Stone. So, I, I mean, I don't want to give it away, even though you, it, it's given away at the title, kind of. It's a big surprise at the end. Yeah, so that that's a fun one. I think I just remember my sister reading it to me as a child. And then a book that I remember reading myself as a child would be Madeline, and that oh. is by Ludwig Bellamans. You know, it's funny that you say that. I never really thought who wrote the Madeline books. I remember Ludwig, but I don't remember having had to read his last name before. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because I, I can probably, work. like, in an old house in Paris that was covered with vines, lived 12 little girls in two straight lines. You know. Yeah. There's a classic books. And and such a cool, iconic art style, too. I, you know, it, those those are fun. I We read those constantly in elementary school. I remember. Now, did you have the dolls? I had a doll. I had a little, a little Madeline that hung from my, um, like my book bag. Like she was like a little keychain. Oh, that's cute. I had one original one I had. You'd lift up her dress and you saw her appendix scar. Oh. <laughs> so I always yeah. thought that was neat. <laughs> that is neat. But that, so that was the first place I ever heard of somebody getting their appendix out was that book. Yeah, and I feel like from then on, whenever someone was sweating, I'm like, oh, appendicitis. <laughs> right, and it kind of, it made me a little nervous. Like, I was I was scared that I would get it. I was scared that other people would get, like, all of a sudden, you know, to five-year-old Jenny, appendicitis was a thing. And it's like, what? That's a thing? But they were, they were super cute books. Did you ever read Boxcar Children? I did. I loved Boxcar Children. What uh, a twisted, dark story, though. Oh, they were. <laughs> And I and you didn't really think of it when you were a kid. <laughs> no, maybe maybe explain to the listeners the origins of the boxcar children. They are called the boxcar children because <laughs> they live they lived in it, didn't they? They lived in a boxcar. Yes, car. they lived in the boxcar. Oh my goodness. Yeah. But and I, they solved mysteries and things. Because they always had to solve mysteries. There was always a, like a twist where they were solving mysteries. <laughs> okay, let's see here. So the boxcar children tells the story of four orphans and a baker and his wife learn their orphans and then they try to adopt them then they go move to the boxcar because they don't want to live with the baker and then they move in with a doctor or a grandfather grandfather's oh, I, a friend of a doctor's i remember that <laughs> and then they move the boxcar to his backyard for their enjoyment <laughs> that's what it says here keep that boxcar gosh darn it I, don't I, don't worry kids i can always send you back <laughs> same time I was reading the American Girl books I, I remember oh. running down to the library grabbing one uh, one of those either it was a boxcar children book or an American Girl book bringing it back to class reading it in a day and then bringing it back the next morning real quick who was your favorite American Girl Samantha not because I liked I, I mean I, I mean I guess I like I did like her but, but her Samantha, clothing yes Samantha's yes. story took place in 1904 and that's <laughs> that's my jam <laughs> I think my favorite is Kit. So that was like in the second generation and she was a depression child. Right. And so she kind of reminded me of my grandma because she's adorable. And I had that doll too. And I just liked the way she dressed. She was cute. Kit was super cute. They were all cute. That was, I loved those books. And they taught you a little bit about history at the same time. It was awesome. AYA reading. What a good time. (laughs) (laughs) So plenty of good books to read out there to your kids, with your kids, by yourself, whatever works for you. We'll be back on Jenny and Jenny in the morning right after this. 
And we're back on Jenny and Jenny in the morning. Um, talking about, want to discuss some services that are available here in Pickaway County to the people who need them, and also present um, some great opportunities for volunteering for anybody who's looking um, to donate their time or their money. Um, so we've got a little list here, um, starting with the community cupboards, which we've mentioned before, but they've really kind of, they've taken off. In a big way. Yeah, um, they have a new, there's someone that has taken over monitoring them to make sure they are all getting filled. Awesome. And that's awesome. Yeah, and a volunteer came forward and said, I really want to help with this. So there's a Facebook page now, Community Covers of Pickaway County, and it kind of puts what the needs are and where all the locations are. Oh, that's excellent. That's that. It, I like that it lets you know what they're in need of. Um, sometimes you feel like I got stuff to donate, but I don't know if it's you know it's you, you kind of second guess yeah. yourself. So that that's awesome. I'm so happy to hear that. Um, it's it's kind of become an even bigger deal, it, and and that's great to see, and it's great to hear. So I'm really happy about that. Yeah, and then we do want to give props to Pickaway County Board of DD, who created the first round of boxes. I think they're still making them and placing them places. You just need to let them know if you'd like one in your area, if you want a business, or you want one in your neighborhood. Definitely, definitely. So that's, you know, that's a great thing that's going on still. And of course, the uh, the food pantry um, is still open, the Emergency Clearinghouse Food Pantry mm -hmm. over on Ohio Street. Um, still open one to four Monday through Friday and still accepting um, items. So that's a great way, great, easy way to give back and know that what you're donating is going to people who, who need it. Yes, definitely. Because um, with that, it, that's more food oriented. Community cupboards, you could donate anything. So if you want to donate food, food pantries are great. Also, our local um, soup kitchens. I mean, that's what we call them, but they're community kitchens where people go and get meals. They're also looking for food donations as well as people donations. You can go volunteer. Right. So if so, if somebody is looking for the contact information, they're looking for the details, where can they go to kind of um, get matched up with the volunteer um, opportunity that's best for them? Well, Jenny, I'm glad you asked that because United Way of Pickaway County has launched a volunteer networking site. So if you are a group that is in need of volunteers, you can register. Or if you are a volunteer looking for a place to volunteer, you can register as well. And we'll kind of match you up with an organization that fits. Um, and you can find that at pickawayuw.org. And then also for an easier way just to learn more about community information, um, Pickaway County now has the resource of dialing 211. Or you can text your zip code to 898 and they can give you any type of information you want to know about this area. Anything. Wow. Yeah, so like food, shelter, housing, child care information, volunteer wow. opportunities. If you need a new doctor, employment, or if you're dealing with mental illness or maybe problems at home, you can call that number and they will help connect you with resources. That is awesome. That is so great to hear that that's, that that's there for people. And they and then you can look up 211 on Facebook as well, correct? Yes, you can. Yep. Awesome. Great. So some great opportunities. We hope that, you know, you, you've, you've got the time, maybe you have the money. If you don't have the money, maybe you have, you have the time, time, talent, and treasure. It's all worthwhile. And if you, if you have um, a need to give back, then there are plenty of ways to do it here in Pickaway County.
We'll be right back on Jenny and Jenny in the morning right after this. Jenny and Jenny in the morning, we are back, and there is a national, a, no, a worldwide holiday that is approaching, and that is, what, what day is that, Jenny? It's April 23rd, and it's it's Shakespeare Day. <laughs> so we know, don't, don't try to talk to Jenny on the 23rd. She will be celebrating all day, unless you want, or unless you're prepared to speak in sonnet form. Yes. Get your iambic pentameter ready, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, yes, yeah, so, so um, we believe, we don't actually know when William Shakespeare was born. Um, we believe he was born on April 23rd, and we are also um, certain that he died on April 23rd. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is why, that's obviously why it's Shakespeare Day. Um, and the Folger Shakespeare Library... Um, which is actually in Washington, D.C., has issued a challenge on their Facebook page. Oh. Yes, where they're encouraging people as they're, you know, as they're stuck inside, as they're, you know, staying home and don't necessarily have anything to do, to just do something for Shakespeare's birthday. Now, as they put it, you can bake a cake, you can read a sonnet, you can, you know, you can, you can, you can grab yourself a pumpkin if you can find one and carve it to look like Yorick. If you. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, I still have your skull, by the way. Thanks for letting me borrow it. I'll get yeah, it back no to you. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> so, so they've, you know, they are encouraging people to kind of do whatever they want to do. And, and I just brought up the post, speak a speech, stage a scene, paint a picture, bake a cake, strike a pose, write a poem or find your own way to celebrate the bard, and then post it online with hashtag ShareYourShakespeare. <laughs> I, um, Jenny and I, when this when this came up, um, were discussing that perhaps we could reenact the balcony scene because that would um, very effectively um, use social distancing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we could... <laughs> And we could celebrate Shakespeare Day and um, still stay more than six feet apart. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm often by your house, so that wouldn't be an imposition at all if we were to do that. <laughs> we can we can film it, costumes and everything. <laughs> you might already have the costumes. I don't. <laughs> I might need to be a more modern version. <laughs> That's okay. You can be like the Boslerman. <laughs> <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> so, you know, this is, it's a fun thing, you know, that you can do if you are so inclined. And like I said, I mentioned at the beginning of the show, you get a couple of English majors together and books and Shakespeare are going to come up. Mm-hmm. But Definitely. You know, it, it, and if you, you know, might be a way to teach your kids, if you've got a particularly um, rambunctious kid or, um, I was always called a ham when I was a child because I really, <laughs> uh, yeah, I really liked acting and I really liked, you know, being on stage, being in front of people. Um, so if mm-hmm. you've got a kid who, you know, maybe likes that, maybe this is a, a, a fun way to, to occupy their time while they're at home. <laughs> yes, definitely. And kind of piggybacking off of that, um, I teach a theater class and I have, done Shakespeare before with the students and there is a version written by Brendan P. Kelso so what he does is he takes the Shakespeare plays and some other works 
and he changes it into a kid's speak, and it's hilarious. Oh, that sounds like fun. <laughs> so you can just get that on get that on Amazon. You can order it, or you can just read on your Kindle too. But I suggest that if you want your kids to learn more about Shakespeare, that that'd be a great way to start. Oh, that'd be fun. And, you know, and again, you know, you can we've seen all these people online that are kind of um, reenacting famous paintings with items from around their house. Yes, that's so fun. (laughs) It's so much fun. You could surely throw together a suitable Shakespearean outfit. (laughs) Yes. Items from around the house. Well, I'll work on that. Actually, my my dog does have a little outfit. Maybe I'll find that. Oh my gosh, that's adorable. (laughs) Be right back. Jenny and Jenny in the morning on Roundtown Radio. And we're back on Jenny and Jenny in the morning. Um, This time of quarantine has been quite the opportunity for (laughs) self-reflection. Definitely self-reflection, yes, yes. Yes. (laughs) For better or for worse. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I saw some people online and and they were getting into some some very deep discussions. And I, you know, have no doubt that we will, you know, go just as deep. (laughs) But um, they were discussing things that we've learned about ourselves while while staying at home, but I think it's, you know, it's just as much to say you could look at this as what have you learned about yourself as you, you know, have maybe been an essential employee? What have you, what, what's, what's something that you can take away that maybe you didn't know that you had in you? Well, something about other people is I did not realize that people were so creative anymore, you know? Yes, I, I, that's been, and you know, like I said, there are, there are positives to everything and, and even something as terrible as this. And one of those positives is definitely been, you know, people finding ways to show off the really amazing skills that they have. Yeah. Like people always told me, like I, I was a creative mind and all this. Well, I can't find, I can't think of one thing to share on Facebook. Like all these other people have. Like you have people doing raps and <laughs> creating like original films. And I'm just I'm just chilling here. But I mean, I enjoy looking at it and that's OK. <laughs> it's great to consume. Consume. Yes. The art. <laughs> yes. I, I have more respect for people because I feel like sometimes we get wrapped up in negatives. And it's just right. nice to see so much positive going on. You see people, you know, playing the violin, writing songs, uh, like you said, rapping, making little films, you know, and obviously things like TikTok, I think, are great outlets for people who want to do short film, very short film. Yes, <laughs> I, I do think, though, TikTok is probably not going to be as cool for the youngsters because all the adults are on it. That is true. I'm thinking it's going to be on the outs and there, there'll be a new app. Ruined it. <laughs> Something that I've learned about myself is that I am extraordinarily creative, more creative than I thought I was in ways to pass the time and to pass the time um, in a way where I don't feel like I wasted it. (laughs) Um, 
So for the first few days you're staying at home, you're like, no, it's okay. You know, I work and then I do the dishes and I, you know, it's fine. And you stay in that routine and then you think, oh my goodness, I, I don't actually have as much to do, particularly when you're not working. You know, when the evening comes, all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, what do I, what do, I do? So you find things. Like I have not really had trouble finding things and it's taken some getting online. I've gotten online to, you know, what kind of museums can I explore online? What can I make out of, what kind of catapults can I make out of, you know, <laughs> paper towel tubes? <laughs> I, I haven't felt bored. <laughs> and I'm, and I shouldn't say that because now it's probably going to hit me this wave of boredom. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, you know, I, I, and that, in and all, I think comes back to what people have been posting online is all the stuff they've been posting is inspirational. It makes you want to do other things. Yeah. And I, I've learned about myself that I, I need a schedule. And if I don't make that for myself, I do feel like my day is gone. So I need to work a little harder on myself, I think. Right. So well, Self-reflection. I, I should say that, you know, every, everybody's experience obviously is different. And you know, you see a lot of people throwing throwing advice around on social media and saying you should do this, you should do that. If you're an essential employee, you should do this. If you're staying at home, you should do that. There's a lot there's a lot of should going around. And I just kind of want to take the opportunity to say you do you and whatever gets you through this. Don't be ashamed if if getting if what gets you through this is sitting and, and watching TV and just kind of, you know, vegging out, then that is fine. <laughs> You know? Yeah, there, there's no wrong way to go about it because what matters is your mental health. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And we're all we're all kind of we're all in the same boat and we're all kind of in different boats at the same time. And that's and that's okay. What you need to do is what you need to do. So important things to remember as as we get through this. Uh, we'll be right back on Jenny and Jenny in the morning. Jenny and Jenny in the morning. We have reached the end of our show already. Sad. <laughs> it is sad. It, it's been so fun, Jenny. It's always fun, Jenny. And, uh, <laughs> and it always just flies by. I know we always say that, but it really does. So last week, yeah, was it last week? I can't remember when. We've, we've talked a couple times, I think, about things that are making us happy. What made us happy this week? Yeah. So, Jay, what's making you happy this week? Well, so, uh, of course, we just had Easter and it was a little it was a little strange because I think it was a yeah. strange it was a strange time for a lot of people because that's a time you normally go see family and you really couldn't. My mother brought a little Easter to us. She brought us Easter baskets. Uh, yes, and one of the things that was in the Easter basket, actually most of what was in the Easter basket was peanut butter eggs, Reese's peanut butter oh, eggs. Those are the best. Which, yes, they are. And there is something, that's what's making me happy right now, is all these peanut butter eggs I have at my house. And now, have you been catapulting them? I did not know. <laughs> those oh, are yeah. valuable. <laughs> now, do you just eat them normally, or do you put them in the fridge or the freezer? So I eat them normally, although I did the other day put one in between my pancakes and let it melt so that you got Oh, my. It was great. <laughs> You got like a layer of chocolate and peanut butter. It was so good. Um, huh. But t- Tony, Tony does put them in the freezer, but I'm not. I'm not the biggest fan of that. Like I'll eat one if it's warm, but I mean I'd rather refrigerator's best for me though. Somewhere in between. Yes. Yeah, so now everyone knows how we eat our Reese's eggs. Yes. 
And that's important information. And if Reese's wants to have a sponsorship with us, just let us know. Jenny, Jenny, roundtown at gmail.com. <laughs> just in case they're listening. <laughs> yes. What's making me happy this week? Well, last night I got to have a happy hour time via Zoom with some friends, and that was nice. Good. You need that. Yeah, I, I just miss people, you know? Right. Like the one the ones that I like. I miss them. Just the ones. Nice you, so it, it, I, I enjoy that because I do miss human contact. My dog yeah. only can take so much of my talking, I think. <laughs> I do miss getting out and about just to, just to travel around, you know. I don't know how much. I mean, I do. I do miss. It's like kind of like you said, I miss some human contact. <laughs> but that's great that Zoom has, you know, and, and not just Zoom, Skype, all of them, you know, have provided, you know, that's been nice that we've been able to still see people and hang out with people. Yeah, it's something I never thought I would need, like video conferencing. Something else I wanted to touch on, um, Mile Tree Screen Printing right here in Circleville is doing a deal where um, they have different businesses sign up and they create a t-shirt with that business's logo and they will sell it for $20 and $10 of the sale goes to the business. Awesome. So um, I think he said they've already raised like $2,600 for local businesses. And this has only been like a week. If you want to learn more, Mile Tree Screen Printing. They're on Facebook. You can Google them. They have a website. But yeah, you just order all online and then it can be shipped to your house. And you can support local businesses because... And it sounds very effective. That is so awesome that they have raised that much already. That's what a cool, what a cool idea and what a cool project. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Well, Jen, do you have any final thoughts? You know, I got nothing. (laughs) Well, don't worry. I have thoughts for you. (laughs) Good. Good. I knew you'd Uh, have me covered. (laughs) Oh, you'll never guess what I'm going to say. Listeners, help control the pet population and have your pets spayed or neutered. Surprise. (laughs) Jenny, do you have anything else to add? Well, in the spirit of Shakespeare Day, the not forget about us. We'll see you next week, guys. Bye.